0: Welcome to Craft Comics. My name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me today is Damicute. With a double the mics now, (laughs) baby. That's right. Uh, Today is March 17th, 2019. It's St. Patrick's Day. We got some beers, got some comics, and we have each other for some fun. For some fun. (laughs) Yeah. How does it feel to be a real podcaster and have real a mic to myself? Yeah, you, we, yeah, we're not leaning in anymore. Gone are the days of huddling over one microphone. We have upgraded. That's right. True. Cruising to you, ladies and gentlemen, on the airwaves from uh, my basement. We're still in the basement, but we have two <laughs> two whole microphones now, and it actually it it feels and sounds pretty good. We're professionals now, except for me sitting on this like old. Uh chair you know it's good width. for you it's yeah, good for it, you that's it what they say helps like the, the rigidness of the back really like helps your posture I right think. right because you don't want to sit on it so you actually like are yeah. aren't <laughs> just squatting like millimeters above the fabric the entire time <laughs> that's what's going on gonna get some monstrous quads a monstrous ah oh yes welcome to craft comics this is a weekly podcast where we uh drink beer and talk about comic books and you know hang out and have a good time dan are you excited for another edition Man, I'm so excited. Uh, except, I yeah, I don't really want to drink today. But yeah, you know what? Too bad yeah. <laughs> because the show must go that's, on. That's half of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, and we're not that hungover. We're not. We're not obliterated. You I know, think I'm not hungover. I just stayed up until three in the morning, yeah. and I am not used to it's that. It's Just like a combination of the two, and yeah, I'm just I'm just a sleepy boy, you yep. know. Yep, and I and I. If I was left to my own devices at my apartment, I probably wouldn't have read like 11 comics like yeah you would have played back. a video game or yeah. done something that you actually okay. enjoyed doing <laughs> instead of reading these books uh but they were good yes I they were say. it was a good week it was yeah. a really strong week for comics um uh before we dig into the beers before we dig into the books and actually before we dig into one another <laughs> that was pretty oh, good oh, that, <laughs> that was good. pretty good yeah. uh i just wanted to introduce a uh, monthly segment that dan and i are going to be doing it's uh, we don't have a name for it it's going just going to be craft comics monthly or something like that yeah uh the Special general edition. yeah the general idea is going to be a late night um, we're gonna review like a classic graphic novel, or um, you know, kind of like a, an arc that is considered to be you know highly critically acclaimed, uh, and we're gonna pair it with a cocktail. Uh, and it's gonna be a bit more well researched than these. You know, this is kind of off the cuff, very stream of conscious. Uh, these are gonna be something. You know, it's gonna be a bit more structured. We're gonna talk about the book. We're gonna talk about the cocktail history. Dig into like what was going on at the time. So uh, look forward to it. First episode's coming out next week, and it's going to pair up. Uh, dark and stormy yep with uh the dark knight returns right correct frank miller's magnum opus some would say <laughs> yeah some would say so check that out we're really excited to bring it to you uh yeah and then i guess before yes 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 and and yes and <laughs> uh dan how are you how have you been doing how's this week treated you oh pretty good man i know uh you and i have both been enjoying the division two oh yes together mm-hmm. that is a wonderful video game that i love very much Uh, so far. And so yeah, just been playing that playing some uh, Kingdom Hearts three, I'm at the end game of that, which is finally like, (laughs) I I know we were talking about it last night, that game is like, it's structured so bizarrely, whereas the other games kind of balance the anime shit with the Disney shit. And in this one, they just kind of separated them entirely. So the first half of the game is just Disney stuff and the second, like, I don't know, half or maybe just the last fourth is just like anime boss battles it's so (laughs) funny because like kingdom hearts has always been this super bizarre mashup of like final fantasy weeb shit yeah they also got rid of like the final fantasy stuff entirely yeah and i that's what i've heard and i think that that's super strange i mean because that's it was like, like, the like a whole quintessential thing. yeah that was the whole point of it back in the day was like these memorable final fantasy characters and disney characters yeah and it's a weird mashup but it, it, but was, it worked it was fun yeah. yeah and now they're just kind of like uh ah, well you know disney won't really let us <laughs> and now they're like well we have our own final fantasy characters now except they're yeah it's just the kingdom hearts characters are strong enough to stand on their own but really, everyone knows you just want to see some Cloud and some Sephiroth yeah. action in there. So, I don't know. It's 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 okay. But it's not it's not what I dreamed that it would be. I know. It's been so long since Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. And I've been looking forward to this game for so long. And then it yeah. finally came. And I never... If you would have pulled me aside five years ago and said, Hey, Jarrett, Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to come out and you're going to play like the first four worlds. <laughs> and then just like get bored of it. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I, it's... It is a Kingdom Hearts game, and I love it for that, but man, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just, I don't have the time that I used to have, or... It, or, like, the, the tolerance for, like, extreme JRPG I like, cringe dialogue. I like JRPG cringe dialogue. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. it's just the... It's the... I And I can't... I'm struggling to think of exactly... <laughs> I guess I'm struggling to think of exactly what it is, but it's just the, the game. The, the the way that it plays it it, yeah. it played so well ten years ago and now I think games have kind of evolved a bit yeah and this one was so married to and I respect it for it yeah. married to the tradition of Kingdom Hearts that it just sort of you you know you help, you you hold it up to the to the lens now and it's it just doesn't I don't know, yeah doesn't the fall. combat system's just okay it's yeah. for some reason they did this weird thing where you can either dodge or parry and if you they're the same button are they yeah oh weird so if you have the stick tilted in any direction he will dodge and you have to have the stick completely like neutral to neutral to parry which is so annoying and i don't know yeah it's 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 okay i still i'm into the good part now at least i'm into the part that i yeah enjoy whereas like i mean playing through all the disney stuff it's like big hero six was cool because i love that movie yeah um and some of the worlds were okay but like a lot of them it was just like nothing really happens I really enjoyed the um braid world tangled tangled tangled, tangled. I thought that was great because I hadn't actually seen the movie so I was on a roller I liked that one too I was actually. on a roller coaster with that shit I yeah. was like oh my god he died <laughs> they actually did a pretty yeah. good job of like synthesizing that one down yeah but a lot of the others they don't really a- have you seen the side-by side comparisons of the braid? um like the tangled the, the, yeah, I keep on saying it it's a hair thing you yeah, know what i mean like of yeah. tangled the movie and tangled the kingdom hearts scenes it's they're like, like f- yeah. spot on the, yeah. the animation and it is Incredible. ridiculous yeah super good and yeah. i i found this... the pirates world is pretty crazy they nice. they do some good facial mocap stuff i i found i found this out uh, you know the guy who does woody who who plays woody yeah and that uh, he's tom hanks's brother what and he he has a bit where he just voices tom hanks's characters for like stuff that tom hanks doesn't want to that voice. stuff yeah. is so good yeah is that incredible yeah that, that's fucking funny I, I i found that out and i was just like that is <laughs> is hilarious it's like i'm the poor he's he's literally the poor man yeah uh, tom hanks and i just I, I love that i think yeah. that's such a fun <laughs> that's such a fun thing that is hilarious uh so you've been doing well yeah then. what have you been doing uh, I've been doing, yeah. Poorly. <laughs> shit awful, man. <laughs> I've been playing some Weave anime games in the Division 2. Nice. I have been just, I've been, I mainlined the Division 2 this week. I bought the super fancy the edition dollar yeah edition and with... i found out i found out afterwards that the hundred dollar one it, it, it says <laughs> it came with a season one pass right so i was like oh cool it just comes with the dlc, DLC. Fine. you know yeah. but then i found out all the dlc's free so yeah. i was like what is the season one pass <laughs> what did i got that's bam- what everyone else is wondering i got bamboozled uh, yeah. but that's fine um i've been playing that and then i've been playing anime games and yep. i fired up slime rancher yeah, that's fun and final fantasy 14 oh, yeah. i've just Is been it, dabbling all over the Slim place it you know? was free on something wasn't it yeah epic Recently? game store yeah yep i got that one uh final fantasy 14 and then resident evil 2 so i just been kind of just hopping around um final fantasy 14 yeah the online one the mmo i oh. love that game yeah I, I i pick it up all the time just super casually play it. yeah uh I got this new computer, so I've really been wanting to stream stuff. Oh, yeah. Um So hopefully, I'll be kicking some streams soon. I'm I'm excited. Nice, really that'd be excited. cool. Yeah, and then obviously uh, setting up this new microphone setup. I had a whole drama where I couldn't figure out how to get the direct input and then also hear volume back because oh. this is different. It's set up in like a weird A B, so it's always direct monitoring, but it direct monitors two channels. Huh. I don't get it. It's it's all fucking wizardry to me, but I figured out it was just instead of a button press, it's just a knob that will equalize it one way or the other, right? So if I crank hmm. it all the way the all the way to the right, I just get 100% computer audio. Yeah. If I crank it all the way to the left, I just get 100% oh. this. So it, it mixes it, basically, um, for what you're hearing in your headphones, right. but not for what you're actually recording. Okay. It's weird. It's, su- oh. it's super weird, but it's it's neat. I This stuff is geeking me out. Uh, thank you, Adam, for uh, letting us borrow the four-channel Behringer. Yeah, that's pretty nifty. Um, and, su- and supporting me, uh I was messaging him, and he was just like, "It's like describing a kin- a skin condition to a doctor over the phone. I really <laughs> just need to see it." And I was like, "That's not helpful, but thank you, <laughs> but thank you for being here." <laughs> yeah. But we figured it out, and we came out on the other side. Okay. Yep. And now we're at the top of our game. Top of our fucking podcast game. Yep. Um. Yeah, so let's bust into this, huh? Uh, every single yeah. week, Dan brings beers, I bring comic books. Dan brought us two beers. We were able to pick them out together, really. Yeah, we were. That was yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to be trying something a little bit different. Uh, with we're playing with the format since this is a pretty new show. Um, I think we're going to try to tr- try to drink two different beers. Usually we have one and we kind of revisit it, but having two, you know, we'll we'll buy like single bottles, you know, um, yeah. And then having being be, uh, having two will allow us to kind of instead of just. Coming back from the break and being like, "What do you, do you still think of this at the beer?" Yup. Okay, cool. <laughs> we'll be able to talk about something else. So we're really excited about that. Uh, Dan, do you want to take us through the very first beer today? Yeah, this uh, first beer is we're starting table. out light. Yeah, we are starting out light. Thankfully, Thank the other God. one is probably going to kick our ass. Oh yeah, but uh, we're starting out light with a rustic blonde ale from Central State called Table. Uh, and it's 4% alcohol by volume, which I appreciate. Thank God. Yeah. But that's... it is 16 ounces, right? It's a pint. Uh, yeah. Well, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It could have been a smog. Okay. I'm going to read the side. It says, Table beer is our rustic Blondale brewed in the style of French Belgian table beers fermented with our unique yeast strains. What does that mean? Do you know what any of this means? I think so. Um, I think the. I, Hmm, maybe I don't, but <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's just like, too. uh, it's just like one of like the house beer, the house yeah. wine, you know, it's yeah. like that kind of equivalent. Easy drinking 4%, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, but that's my best guess. Who knows? Okay. I do like central state. I've had some of their stuff before. I've not drank this beer before. I think this is my first, uh, do you know where they're from? Indian- Indianapolis. Indianapolis, Indiana, USA, Indianapolis, Illinois. Yep. Kazakhstan. <laughs> czech republic czech republic okay cool well, let's bust into this yeah let's do it life. and now we know where table comes from right because it's a table beer it's a belgian it's inspired by belgian table beers yep neat oh mosquito own unique yeast strains all right that means. cover your ears ladies and gentlemen this is gonna pop oh i got it on me yeah <laughs> it was kind of frothed. it was i gotta go maybe, i gotta go off mike for a it was maybe uh rolling around in my backseat a little bit Oh, the foam tastes good <laughs> yeah it's pretty it's a little bitter i can't tell if it's like maybe over carbonated or if that was just me and my dumb car it's pretty carbonated sorry about the bump on the yeah but I, is it over carbonated i don't know can you really call, If i don't know if you can call it over carbonated or if that's like a deliberate decision right well it's like half of the glass is foam did you shake this thing ever... up then uh, i mean well, as you were walking down the stairs you were yeah. just shaking it well up. i meant to just shake up yours but, but you shook up yours somehow too. mine got shaken as well idiota what do you think of it yeah it's a little bitter but i, I don't know if that's like hot bitterness it kind of tastes like a. or is it carbonation you know yeah it kind of tastes like yeah it tastes like a belgian to me it tastes like a belgian ale hmm. i don't know if there's like um, well, I don't get like any of the maltiness that I usually expect from a Belgian beer. Yeah, that's true. I, I just mean like, I don't know, maybe just the, the yeast that's the making, yeast yeah. It, making ca- it, so tastes, much, like it tastes like a Clarbrin. <laughs> I feel like I'm drinking like a, like a sparkling water right now. It's so yeah, healthy. I see that. It also kind of tastes like coriander or whatever. Like Coriander. That's it. I think that's what it is. So I'm like one of those people who, um. Taste coriander at like ridiculously low concentrations, and Uh like this, like the second it hits my tongue, I'm just like, "Wow, that's something!" I yeah, 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 and I think that's why I'm why I'm saying it's bitter. Yeah, um, but it doesn't say that there's coriander in it, does it? Yeah, I don't know. it Does say brewed in the style of French and Belgian. Belgians do use a lot of coriander in their beers, so yeah, I don't know, Garrett. Yeah, what do you do? You like it? Do you not like it? I think I think it's fine. Yeah, it's know. a good it's beer like, for us to start with. Yeah, because... it's not it's not like blowing me away, but honestly, I don't really like blond ales generally. Yeah, I think they're yeah they're just fine, but I don't well, usually order them. Seems kind of rude. You don't like blond ales. I, I I guess. Not. Your I, type? I never really thought about. You're more of a brunette fan. Never. Th- yeah, well, I like those brunette ales. I actually do like brown ales. Better. You do like yeah. brown <laughs> ales better. Yeah. Uh, I want to tell you. I want to tell you about the beer that I had called Small Far Away. Oh yeah! I I've told you about this already, but I it, would like to get that. It was a Irish ale. So my girlfriend and I uh, went to our favorite local watering hole, Eddie's Ale House. It's like right down the road, and they have this like constantly rotating tap of beers. It's actually incredible for a small town like this to get the the stuff that they have, and they they do really cool stuff with the community. They they have they invited the head brewer from Founders, which is a beer a brewery that we are going to have on the show later today. They invited them over for uh a tap takeover so every single line at eddie's was a founder's a different founder's beer and you got to be able to like have these like really cool things and like Mm -hmm. talk to the brewer i i I thought it was really neat uh that is cool sun is cool it's a a cool little town anyway it's called small far away it was an irish an irish red ale that was on nitro and i was like you know i've had irish red ales you know Mm -hmm. there were a couple ones other ones on the menu um and i was just like yeah you know i haven't had this one and it's almost st patty's day i'll just order it I was I, blown away. The flavor of it was like, unlike, it, it wasn't, it, it completely subverted my expectations. I don't even know how to describe it to you. Yeah, like, why I, was it good, man? The body on it, it's this, like, really caramely sweet. And because, like, you don't have the carbonation, you don't get any bitterness at all. Um, it's, it, I don't know. It's just super chewy and delicious i nice. am, I loved it i had two of them at like nine o'clock in the morning so <laughs> that got my day off started off on the right yeah. foot yesterday uh yeah so. i'm gonna have to check that out i saw that it, they are serving it at one barrel oh, cool. um which is close to my house so cool, yeah be checking it out please there. do and then report back let me know what you think about it yeah because... well we'll probably get a growler of it um if i can oh nice cool so. cool but we shall see but yeah that's uh that's all i've got in the beer uh yes central state makes some really good stuff um this isn't my favorite this isn't my favorite but i do still like it i i appreciate it for what it is yeah it's uh, easy drinking which is maybe. like a nice sip and beer, a table wine a like table. something that you that you just get there's a round for the table please yeah. ma'am or sir yeah everyone have a glass and oh because we're in belgium <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't know how Belgians talk. Is it like that? Definitely not like that. Definitely not? Well, I'm Belgian, so I can make fun of them. Oh, okay. Okay. Fun fact. I'm like Irish and Belgian. It's the nose. Interesting. I actually don't think it's the nose. I don't know. What do Belgian people look like? uh like europeans like europeans yeah. every the only thing i can think of and this is probably super insensitive but it's okay again because i'm belgian is uh whenever i think of belgians i think of like fat monks <laughs> with like rosy red cheeks who are drunk all the time so yeah and I'm, I'm definitely not fat i don't know when i went to belgium everyone was not super hot really yeah nice like california uh yeah but like i don't know less uh less blonde and tan i guess more brunette yeah more, more, your brunette. Ty- more, more your type yeah more my speed it's all it's all full circle damn yep uh i think it's about time that we dive into these books what do you think i think that you're correct sir yeah so um before we do dive this is a spoiler warning where this is a review show we're going to talk about these books we're going to spoil these books so if you're planning on reading them well maybe we're going to spoil these sm- books. <laughs> smash that pause button uh read them and then come back and listen to us talk about them and it it's going to be fun so on that note, we're going to start with DC this week, and our very first DC title is Supergirl number 28, written by Mark Andreco, with art by Eduardo Pensica, uh inks by Julio Ferreira, and FCO Placentia, and Chris Sotomayor on colors, with Tom Napolitino on letters. Uh, I can talk about this? Do you want me to talk about this? Introduce it? Yeah. This is kind of my baby, right? Yeah. Uh, so this is the finale of the Clone Supergirls arc or something like that, the Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, not to be, con- I guess they can't even hit him with that because Disney owns Marvel now. Oh yeah. So I, I was thinking, I was like, Star Wars is going to come after you for your shit. But yeah. I was like, oh well, we're all yeah. going to be owned by yum brands at some point <laughs> in the future, so it doesn't yum matter. Brands. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Uh, so this was the finale of the Clone Wars, which saw Kara get snatched up by this creepy lecherous dude and. He tried to break her down to parts and yeah. uh, clone her, and he clones her in a bunch of freaky little things, and, then and they the, like zombie yeah. versions of her, and they fight. Um, and, and guess this... who comes out on top? Yeah, Supergirl. Spoilers, spoilers, uh, spoilers. So she's like fighting with the axe. Um, and in the meantime, there's this like B story about uh green uh star lord who is crushing on her and is trying to go and find her with her dog but she's also kind of crushing on hot starfire's brother Brother? is that a brother i think yeah uh she's so she gets my favorite part in this is when he smooches <laughs> is when he smooches her and she's like wow and her and her like it like literally super <laughs> but he does her. it to he does it to give her solar energy so that yeah, she so it's she's okay. not yeah he's not a pervert he's not a perv and he even like goes out at, at length to be like hey yeah. i'm sorry about the smooch earlier and she's like nah it was actually okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't mind it uh there's some pretty brutal plant panels in here um like mr harvester evil dude yeah. teleports away and she like rips his arm off yeah which is pretty fucked up yeah. and then like minutes later he gets like, ejected into space yeah so that was kind of neat yeah and like uh, lots of horrific like science experiment Kreptonian yeah tony and weird science or yeah and yeah this has been it, it the last few issues have kind of been like that at least like here yeah. and there so yeah it's kind of a jarring change of pace but i don't know i don't know if i like that or not do you have an opinion on it? it's just like because it does seem kind of out of place for supergirl well, to be like a little more gory but it's also i think kind it's of on, cool i think it's on point with the with the sort of um new creative team's vision for her right like the whole thing was that like uh she's flying off on her own to fuck some shit up with Rogozar's axe and find the truth out yeah i, I mean I, like totally because yeah, At the beginning, it was kind of billed to us as, like... um, Not billed to us, really. But, like, she's like, ah, crypto's coming. It's gonna be a fun romp in space. And now it's like, oh, my God. And then, like, they... Oh, my God. They almost fucking killed crypto. And now he hasn't even... He wasn't (laughs) even there. Some body horror shit going on. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Supergirl needs to be, like, a lighthearted romp. No, me neither. Uh, So I don't mind it having a bit of a gorier gorier tone. Yeah. Um, the, The key thing for me is that, like, you have to keep Kara's hope and optimism right yeah and that's and that's you got to keep it a little light yeah and that's the crux of it because like because that's her whole personality it can't get too doomy and gloomy like you could never do like a batman thing with her where she's like dark super i mean you could but it would be awful uh so yeah hope and optimism is something that this character really brings and that's why uh, i think she's so popular um and yeah so this advances the central kind of overarching plot of her trying to figure out uh who killed Krypton? Who's and pulling was was strings? And it was Rogozar. Yeah, the uh the evil Rogozar, uh Dan's favorite villain um terrible. from the Bendis era. Up Superman. Uh yeah, so she sees uh, it kind of advances the plot of that and then also ties up this little um, arc. So yeah. I, I thought it was a good issue. It was fun. Yeah, I, I, I like the I like the drama, the soap opera where yeah, she's like too. literally just holding this dude's hand and green. Star Lord shows up and he's like, "Oh my god, what's going on here?" He's like, I like oh, do you... I do I pick the hot orange alien or the hot green alien? Oh, what's a girl to do? What's a girl to do? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's great though. I like yeah, I like all that. The same. Um There's a weird line in here where like um this lady brings her food and she just like out of the blue says you'll make a good mom someday. <laughs> and I was like Well that's that's weird. I was like, Oh, is she expecting like maybe like I was like did I just miss something? Is she pregnant or something? But then the lady's like, Oh, I'm not ready to bring a child to this world yet. And I was like, Well, this is a this is really weird dialogue. Yeah, that is weird. I actually do not remember that. Your at eyes all. your eyes glazed over at some point yeah. with these eleven comics. It's yeah, always hard that's when we when we shotgun these things back to back. Yeah. But uh but yeah, I like this one a lot better than the last few issues. It was it held my attention better and it seems like Good wrap up. They, yeah it's a good wrap up, and they're leading into actually what this comic like what the plot was supposed to be at the beginning, which is figuring out who blew up krypton yeah i mean that's the that's the narrative thread that's going to be w- tying all of these arcs together, but like yeah i, I feel I feel like each arc is going to be her traveling somewhere and then getting into some weird antics yeah but' and at the end like next issue like we find out. What's actually what actually destroyed Krypton? So I feel like they might actually get to it. Yeah, maybe. Um, or they might be uh, rope a doping. Yeah, us anyway. or they might just be rope a us and just doing more hijinks, which is fine too. But I am less interested. DC the dupe meisters. Yes. Uh, exactly. Do you want to do ratings for Supergirl number twenty eight? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was Dece. I guess I'd give it a three point five. Yeah, I'm feeling like a three point five to a four, something, something around there. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, uh, the art is good. I, I think that like, yeah. um it's been, it's been pretty rock steady. And uh, I'm like, our next book that we're going to talk about, which has had some up and downs, but I thought the art in this one is okay. Uh, it's Wonder Woman number sixty six. This is written by G Willow Wilson with art by Carrie Nord, who I think is the guy who's been doing the Ar- or gal, who's been doing the art in the last few issues, but it does not look like does not look like the last few issues no mick gray on inks and romula fiardo jr on colors with pat brousseau doing the letters uh dan do you want to talk about yeah so they kind of brought back there was like a weird one-off issue that we liked that we loved yeah, yeah like uh i don't know like last month and it centered around like a goat man fawn kind of mythological creature along with a horse or cow man a cow lady a cow a cow lady yeah. and a pegasus yep um and they're all like sentient and they have conversations and stuff and the fawn hits on this waitress woman who dis- <laughs> who's into it and like yeah. and then in this issue it finds her taking them to rocky mountain national park where there are titans on the loose and uh evidently wonder woman is kind of looking for titans because uh, do you remember why it's there's something to so ba- the what's happened is the land of olympus and greek gods has somehow been destroyed and yeah. so you have a bunch of these greek um so not just gods and things like a- literal aphrodite is there but then you yeah. also have um like greek mythological creatures being sort of refugees yeah and uh, that that was the focus Earth. of the last uh like one-off that we talked about was with the fawn and the cow woman they're all refugees from like mythological places that have basically been destroyed so 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 there's a i mean like uh, there's a lot of funny cute little greek things but there's some also like world ending shit that fucks stuff up so wonder woman is kind of like well, this is my bad. Uh, yeah. Olympus has sort of spilled in here. I'll take care of the real heinous shit, and Titans beating the crap out of each other in a national park is yeah. probably co- covered under that. Yeah. So she recruits. Uh, is it Giganta? Is Gigantes? That... Giganta? Giganta? Who, um, do you know who that is? Yeah, she's a real old school uh, Wonder Woman villain. I'm pretty okay. sure. I'm. I think that I actually that she used to be in like the Legion of Doom or something on. Uh, really. In, like, Super Friends, like, way um, back, like, all those old cartoons yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and her power is just that she can get really big? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that works. Yeah. <laughs> if I could get really, oh, if I could get really big, that'd be kind of <laughs> neat. But instead, I'm very small. Yep. And then you got to stay that way, buddy. Yep. Um, but yeah, How I thought sad. this was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. And like I said, I, I'm pretty sure Carrie Nord has been doing the art, but this does not look like Carrie Nord's art. And I don't know if that's a credit to the inkers. Yeah, it's a little um, more like anime looking yeah. this time. Yeah. Uh, but it, but I it mean, looks good. Inking can do a, quite a lot, you know, to accentuate lines and, and things like that. So yeah, maybe... like they have some kind of stylized, like, yeah. nice anime nose right there. Right, like non existent nose. <laughs> but then sometimes it does look weird. It does. There were a couple of, like, weird panels. But then I realized that I was like, oh, it's weird because they're playing with scale. Like I, re- yeah, I, I saw that one and I was like, "Oh yeah!" I didn't realize that she could get big or whatever. So yeah. there's this panel where one Wonder, Wonder Woman's yeah, flying she's... and behind is this like gigantic. I was like, "That doesn't that doesn't <laughs> fucking look right." I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not an expert on anatomy, but this this doesn't seem right. But oh, she's just huge. Okay, that makes sense then. That's fine. Yeah, some, I, think, I thought the art was nice on this. Yeah, and I thought the I thought the story was pretty cool, too. Yeah. I mean, like, Titans fighting in well. a national park is kind of cool. Yeah, and, yeah. like, it was a little more, you know, it was a little more simple. And yeah. they brought the fawn and those characters back, and they're super fun, so... I'm just sad that we didn't get, like, a half an issue of that fawn hitting on the waitress some more. You know yeah. what I mean? I wish that, like, it would have been because the they introduce it right mm-hmm. uh, and i was like oh boy here we go a fun fucking romp in the in the state park we're gonna get some flirtiness yep. some weird awkward stuff and then, and then it, was the like, like, it was like immediately fighting And was like oh oh okay uh, i mean it was still good but yeah i, I agree I, I, though <laughs> when he when she was like her back on the i was like I, i'm reading this and i'm just in my in my head she's into this yeah. she's into this like yeah. weird little fawn guy that's, yeah that's fun yeah it's really funny it. It's great. We're both furries now. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, uh, you read a comic book once, bam, furry. Yep, it's yep. a gateway. Uh, I'm going to be purchasing my first suit on eBay, uh, Dan. <laughs> I'm expecting you to join me. We'll be doing this podcast in full fursuits suits. That's a commitment by me. I'm going to try and find the uh the one that Sonic Fox wears at all. This that's a uh, custom job, though. Oh man, yeah. Furries don't fuck around, dude. Yeah, I wonder how much that back. stuff costs. Man, probably like in the upper hundreds. I what think. does it smell like in there? I think it smells good. You uh, it depends keep it... on how long you wear it, man. If you're Sonic Fox, it probably smells pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, but that's not even necessarily his fault because that just sort of soaks up the musk of the FGC. And yeah, you know, that's true. You know, that's so... true. It's like not only are his odors and poisons being so his the odors, the odors and poisons of the yeah. entire FGC. He gets hot box. You get hot box in those tournaments, man. <laughs> hot box by stank. Yeah, it's true uh what's next s- next up we have superman number nine written by the brian michael bendis, bendis uh with art God. by ivan reyes and brandon peterson uh joe prado and Claire elbert on inks alex Sinclair claire on colors and josh reed on letters dan you want to talk about you like john you're a fucking john kent stan uh, i mean i wouldn't on, go t- that far but i did you were like, like this. you looked at me before we read this and you're like god i cannot wait <laughs> to read superman i love I teenage love john, john kent, kent you he's know? just ah, uh, i remember it's me do you I, jared do you remember being a boy and i say, dan <laughs> stop talking to me about this you know i don't like this and he goes i remember being a boy and john kent is exactly like me as a little boy. You had all of these problems. Yeah, you too got locked on a sun by an evil g- twin of like a Jersey twin of your dad. I too got kidnapped by my grandfather. Yes, and then taken to a planet with an alternate version of my real father. Very relatable content for everybody, <laughs> right? That's comic books. That's comic books. Uh, Talk to us about this comic. Book. I did really like this though. So yeah, did it's you really? It's, yeah, it's fucking wild. Yeah, it's it's John Kent recapping his parents on the last like i don't know like four years of his life that happened in one year on earth time like a week of earth time or something like that (laughs) and uh so he's like yeah so i got kidnapped on this planet and they went back to and i think they that they either teased this or that they yeah they were kind of their like last issue the uh like a different universe is justice league um man what was it i think it's flashpoint that i said that these that this universe takes place in, where there's like Owlman is batman and he's like he's the major villain for i believe flashpoint it's it's something it's one of those like parallel universe uh ambitious crossover events of the dc universe um so yeah that was cool i like seeing Owlman and Ultraman was the alternate version of superman kidnaps John Kent. Is that related to the Ultraverse at all? Oh man, I hope so. I hope hope it's just like a subtle shout out to them. So, yeah, Ultraverse (laughs) Superman kidnaps John Kent and traps him on a volcano where there's no sunlight and basically keeps him prisoner because he can't fly away, John Kent, uh, when he's in the volcano. Um, Of course not. I thought it was cool because I liked Ultraman and how Fucking crazy he was. I got these really weird dialogue vibes from him. He had this like weird like Jersey accent. Yeah, that I, I didn't like that. And I was like, what is going on? I here? think it's from. I think he's from like a remnant of when comics did that all the time, where they tried to spell out accents horribly. Yeah. And X Men still does that, and that still drives me crazy. And he's like talking. There's like a lot of. The... He's like this Superman curses lots of... a lot. Die! Yeah, got to get to the bottom of the. You know what, kid, I'm gonna put you in the bottom of this here volcano yeah. <laughs> there, and then I'm gonna make sure that you. Can't but it get only out popped up at like every once in a while, yeah. and yeah. it was it, really it, weird. Like, there's a whole page of normal dialogue, and he's like, "This is where you get to live until I figure out what to do with ya." It's and like, yeah, he, yeah. Is he, is he what's it? What to is do he, with ya? And with, then, yeah, and then the next, like, the next panel is like a huge page long spread of him, like. Ruminating on the folly of man, and yeah. It was like, what? Yeah. And he like flies away crying. Yeah. It's so weird. I thought that was crazy. Yeah. So it, the fuck is going on here? So he keeps John Ken hostage, and he like starts to confide in him for a long time, and he eventually just becomes the subject of his monologues, and he's like, yeah, he was basically like reading me his fucking. Like, Ultra Man Manifesto, and so he's, it, I thought it was cool because he was like, yeah. he talks about like why he's like, Yeah, it seems like he just didn't have any friends or anyone to talk to, so he would come here and rant at me and, until he gets himself worked up enough so he starts crying and leaves and flies away, and then <laughs> yeah. I don't see him for like four days or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but I don't, I thought that was cool because it was like it was interesting i think that's an interesting part that isn't normally explored of like you know parallel universe villains or even villains in general it's yeah. like how isolated they probably are right. and how they only really feel respect when they're murdering people yeah it is it was weird and like uh people who know comics they talk about this thing called the how bendy a book is and I haven't been reading yeah. comic books long enough to to know what that means, but yeah. I feel like, feel this, like this is, is a Bendis issue. <laughs> uh, but I w- it was good. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, what did you think about the big page turner that he's going to have to like fucking kill his alternate mom? Oh. yeah Yeah, yeah. i mean whatever whatever yeah she's like why are you on my (laughs) husband he's such a bum he can't even kill his own son bum i'm gonna take you out to town little man yeah i i didn't know that she existed in this universe actually yeah she's slain as superman powers and she's got like a she's like wonder woman almost she's got like a whip doesn't she oh does she yeah if you look at the um i'll find it at the beginning that's her right there, and she's got like the last. Oh yeah, like you're lassa, right. right. so that's because I was trying to. I don't know anything about this, and I was like, okay, that's the Green Arrow, but he's got a butterfly on. That looks like um Firestorm or Firestarter, but he's got like an evil skull mask. Yeah, yeah. There's Hawkman, maybe, but it looks like he looks like a he could, he's some kind of bird. uh Your Superman and here's your Wonder Woman's, and there's a weird Flash helmet. Yeah, so I was figuring that out, and that's what I saw. But yeah, I thought this was cool. I I really like this. Why did he keep grabbing John's head? Yeah, I know he, he grabbed like him by the skull and, and like, was like, You're "Gonna start to yeah, shake him, kid. Do the math. I'm stronger and faster all around, put together <laughs> than so you better settle down. You better settle down. Settle man. down, kid. Yeah, it was, that was so weird. Some weird dialogue <laughs> in that. Yeah, what that accent was here? so unclear. You dude. gotta settle down. Like, was it was it Midwest? Was it New Jersey? Hi. I'm fucking Superman over here. I'm Ultra Man over here. Get out of here! I can, we I'm flying in. Where, are you, where are you going, buddy? <laughs> Come on, settle down. I'm fast and stronger than you. And then he's like, he do a bunch of dialogue like this. John, I think that uh I'm just gonna keep you here. And then you're walking over here. <laughs> yeah, where are you going? And then, oh my, you know the true nature of a human is is dark. The, the true man. nature of human is dark. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay, uh, let's put that one to rest. Yeah. We didn't. Oh my god, we didn't. We haven't been doing ratings that's okay i think we have we not i think we've only rated supergirl oh shit you're right it's fine yeah well let's rate superman at least yeah okay superman okay okay i would give it a strong four c minus for me (laughs) all right Let's be cute see my no i give it a b minus i think okay whatever that that translates to out of a five scale like an 81 on metacritic yeah so that's what is that a four What is that a a, b minus four out of five, 80%. I would consider a B minus probably like a 3.5. 3. Yeah, that's what I that fucked up American grading. Yeah, is. it's like you have to get four out of five to get a B minus, which is like we'll put uh, like helicopter mines above a... 60, you useless son, right? You get a you get a fucking stroke, like, yeah. Uh, next up uh, favorite returning series for us we've got Wonder oh, Twins yes. number two A uh, very short creative team which I think is why this book works so well fucking it's a... love Wonder Twins bro <laughs> yeah, this is Wonder Twins number two written by Mark Russell with art and colors and inks and everything by Stephen Byrne that's why you get such a cohesive style on this book and then letters by Dave Sharp uh, Dan you want to talk about yes. Wonder Twins um, so yeah Wonder Twins again they were probably i don't know maybe popular in the 90s on hanna barbara yeah. like television and they have been lost and forgotten by everyone intentionally because it was so bad and then bendis just decided to bring them back as part of his wonder <laughs> comics he's like hey you know what to be cool wonder twins <laughs> <laughs> now hear me out the guy can turn into water <laughs> and the girl she could turn into a bunch of she different turn animals, into animals like bendis you got a fucked up accent but you sure know your comics so <laughs> I, don't we're gonna... know. I don't think brian michael bendis has a jersey accent <laughs> so we're gonna Maybe give this does. one to you yeah um but... hey, look superman's been really good so we're gonna let this one fly but yeah. don't do it again <laughs> <laughs>
1: you get one of these you per get decade you get
0: one bendis you get one um so yeah it, it... I, the first one of these was so good. The dialogue is so funny and it just continues. There's this it starts out with a I don't know, not a super villain, but a villain yeah. who can uh switch places, switch consciousnesses. I don't know, how would he say? He swaps bodies. Yeah, basically. he swaps bodies yeah. with people. I love that guy. And he's yeah, just so he was miserable. Really yeah, he's fucking because they <laughs> he can't get back into the Legion of Doom after he leaves prison, so they put him in the League of Annoyance or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> and uh oh man yeah and then they go yeah this was an odd i did not expect when i will open this to get a critique of the american <laughs> prison system yeah, prison system but criminal like, justice system how but do here you, we are how do you how do you do that and make it funny yeah it, was so, it funny. was so funny oh my gosh yeah i want to find it's a fucking just brilliant quote so they're on they're in high school and they go on a tour of they like, go on a field trip and the go... pla- the field trip to the planetarium has been canceled because they don't have money, money so they go to a prison instead because it's free yeah yeah oh god there's so many jokes in this and like yeah. and it's not like it's not like la- i don't want to call them lazy it's not like little quips you yeah. know these are set up yeah jokes yeah you know? it's, and it's they're funny like sketches almost, it's fucking like, funny full blown. yeah i loved the bit uh with them with the cops they're like oh that's what you get for putting him in the cheapest prison and the, they're yeah. just a bunch of cops on segways being like i don't know i looked at the parking <laughs> lot there's nobody out yeah. here This pizza at the break room. Yeah, and the prison is a call center, (laughs) and they're using prison labor, which, yeah, which I found, I I didn't even know, but that is a totally real thing. Like, they will, uh, it's the prison industrial... No, the prison industrial, like the prisons pimping out their prisoners oh, for yeah. like basically free labor. Yeah. 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 Um, and there, it's like a massive part of the American economy. Actually. When there were those, um, fire, like big fires out in California that happened like every summer, they use prison labor to fight those fires, which is, yeah. Fucked wow. up. Yeah. That is pretty fucked. Yeah, up. Isn't that wild? Like you, you do not have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That crazy. So then they like, so then they get back to the justice league and they're interning with beast boy. I love <laughs> and, that. Uh, the, yeah. This is my favorite part um so they go to the prison system and they were kind of talking to him about that and he's like okay these are these are records showing all the villains captured by the justice league they're like so what do you do with them after you capture them like usually they end up in prison after they get out then we just go after them again Mm -hmm. and all this makes sense to you (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was really funny i thought this was clever and like I mean, it's, obviously that's like a hard hitting issue, right? Uh, right, yeah. But, but like to done, make that so hilarious because they're from the, their thing is they're from a different planet, so they don't understand Earth cultural norms yet. So they kind of right. the authors kind of use that to just poke fun at whatever they want to poke fun at. Yeah. Which in this case, is it's the prison, p- system. prison system, which yeah. is such a weird topic, but I loved it. And it's done with a bit of levity, which I thought was kind of I, it's weird, but it works. I yeah. Know, I I am oh man, this is just so good, man. I fucking love this. And, yeah. then, uh, and then and then, then, then it, it also sets up there's two the, stories right there's the prison system yeah. story and then the league of annoyance story which and, you could talk about right it's so the so league good. of annoyance it kind of sets up this thing with druncula oh, or druncula or drunkula, and he always says that name's offensive to him because he's like he's an alcoholic who Re- who's gets, recovering who's recovering but he gets his alcohol by sucking people's blood who are inebriated who have been drinking yeah, yeah. and uh <laughs> And he's like, I'm trying to quit, and the league's like, Well, you got to do villain stuff because we're a villain society. It's like, All right, but I'm only going to drink the blood of sober people. Yeah, and <laughs> so he, so he goes into this parking lot, and uh, and the Wonder Twins like beat him up, f- beat him up, and <laughs> and oh, I love this part where Zan, I think it's Zan, is he the. It, dude yeah. turns into Miss, and he's it's just Jan like, Gina, right? look at that face while he's like trying to beat the shit out of this fucking vampire. It's so funny, yeah. So <laughs> what ends? Like, up I hap- didn't even want to be here. What, what ends up happening is they bag him, and then there's no room in any of the prisons because all the prisons <laughs> are full. So they go to like a budget one, and they lock him in a drunk tank. And the last yeah. page turn is that he like sucked all the blood of all the drunk people, and he's like, I didn't. <laughs> I- <laughs> this is your fault. Yeah, I was 30 days sober. Yeah, I was. 30- <laughs> I never wanted any of this. <laughs> it's so it's i was 30 sad. days sober it's really sad but it's like oh man they have that part where they beat him up too and he was just like can you just please leave me alone yeah and Zana <laughs> jane are like well that was fucked up yeah <laughs> i feel bad about yeah. that one yeah but like the league sent him to do it so it's like well we got to take down the villain yeah. yeah oh man it's just so smart it's just like a cool like new perspective on taking down villains quote-unquote yeah also criminal justice system commentary and also hilarious tragic comedy yeah it kind of reminded me of like kite man yeah i think so i and i don't know this for a fact but i'm pretty sure mark russell has been doing a lot of um these hannah barbara dc crossovers so it makes a lot of sense that he's writing this and he is very political so interesting obviously (laughs) you know like he doesn't let he doesn't let that Show right, you know, like, you know um, right, but I I think it really works in this book because you've got oh for sure you've got the lens of Zan and Jaina who are just yeah who have no concept okay of Earth you know culture. You, they, they get to be the straight men right yep. where they're just I don't understand this tell me how it is and you explain this absurd thing that yeah. we do on this planet and they're like well that's absurd that's you know? too yeah so. they said the closest thing they have to prisons on their planets are community colleges. <laughs> community college. <laughs> (laughs) uh, the fucking one-liners in this book are so there's like it's like a sprinkling of one-liners and then just like elaborate joke setups that have huge payoffs i fucking love it oh man so good so good i loved the um the league of annoyance how inept they all are they're like oh you know welcome and they they introduce the what's his name the swapper guy that we talked about at the beginning and they all fucking clap you know it's so funny (laughs) i cracked up Uh, i love it yeah do you want to rate it yeah five out of five five out of five yeah, i'm gonna give it a five out of five too that book was that book was good oh man i loved it uh we have that's it for dc uh we have five marvel books coming up dan do you want to take a break we're not done with our beers though yeah that's true yeah either way you want to just railroad a couple of these yeah sure okay let's do it uh first up we have marvelous x-men we're Eight- we gonna oh, talk course. about these together yes we are okay there's two books that we're gonna oop that's not it where are you Oh, oop that's not it oh, all the shit's out of order now, there, there is. she is uh okay so we have two books that we're going to talk about at once because they're actually very related um so we've got age of x Men: apocalypse and the extracts number one and then age of x Men: marvelous x-men number two so i'm going to go for credits real quick here uh age of apocalypse and the extracts was written by tim seeley with art by Salva espin uh israel silva on colors and travis lanham on letters Marvelous X-Men number two uh, was Zach Thompson and Lonnie Nadler on writing. Marco Fala on art. Matt Miller on colors. And VC's very own Joe Caramagna. Caramagna. Yeah. We've been saying yep. this wrong. Joe yep. Caramagna on letters. Um, I can take this one. Uh, the reason why we're talking about both of these together is because they're actually pretty similar. Um, they both revolve around the same concept of... Uh, we've, we've talked about these A- Age of X-Men books... Uh, something has happened and we're still not sure as readers what but uh everyone on earth is a mutant now yep and you are not able to love you're not allowed to love you're you're able to but um isolation and solitary yeah solitude is very much encouraged and like acts as simple as like kissing your son on the forehead in public are like yeah heinous or and... even probably having Sons. sons probably or holding hands or yeah. anything like that is like kind of a heinous yeah because yeah. kids are actually grown in tubes now correct right? yeah so stuff like that is like is like considered offensive and also very disgusting ar- ar- disgusting and archaic right yeah kind of old um so apocalypse in the extracts in- introduces apocalypse that's him right yep uh as kind of this like weird retro beat- hippie beatnik free love yeah. kind of cult leader yeah uh with the dazzler eye boy i don't know who that is uh i the da- <laughs> boy <laughs> he's got eyes all over his face it's yeah, horrifying actually it's terrible yeah Ki- uh, and kitty pride are the most notable i don't know who this lady is the nudie one yeah me neither uh, i don't understand her power either she just like gets I th- trippy th- i think she just like explodes connects. into colors she, yeah she's like an uh, her her uh superpowers that she's able to give everyone like an acid trip basically yeah like, like, and they can fucking and like connect their mind, consciousness. mind meld together and they were talking about like kitty pride was like banging her right wasn't that a thing she's oh. like she's like she's like save okay. it for yourself she's like i can't help it you're just so irresistibly smooth <laughs> yeah that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of i remember that um but now she's dating Eye Boy. She's of. dating Eye. Well, kind of. No, she. Eye Boy kisses her. Yeah. But he only kisses her to do it, and she's like, "Oh, I don't want you just to kiss me because it's taboo. I want, I want to be special." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's like this like weird beatnik free love cult, which is fucking weird. Led by Apocalypse. Led by Apocalypse. Um, nothing really happens in this, I don't think. Uh, yeah, not really. They, they they sort of talk about this. Um, the main thrust of the story is they're gonna try to track down this dude whose mutant power is death, basically, and he's pretty fucked up. Um, yeah. So that's kind of neat, and uh, we don't need to rate this one, right? No, we can just keep rolling on. Keep, to keep rolling. Marvelous so X Men. That leads into Marvelous X Men, which sees Apocalypse out in public, kind of giving a speech to a wider audience. Um, Jean Grey. The, the X Men are there. Um, and it kind of focuses on their point of view in this right. one. They're they're like basically cops, right? Yeah, uh, but they're actually not. I I thought they were going to try to stop him from preaching, but they didn't. It seems, yeah. That I think they're. Yeah, they're doing some kind of cool stuff where it's like they are good people, most of them, but they also have, you know, they're also very rule following. Right. They follow the rules, but... The, like the X-Men do. Yeah, but the rules in this society are non-violence. So it's right. like, it's not even that they're really bad, they're just, I don't know, it's, it is it is kind of it is kind of wild. Some so. of them are pretty bad, though, because like, yeah, it, it, so the thing is, Apocalypse is giving us free love speech, and it leads to some protesters um getting like, a little bit physical with uh with a the, statue of wolverine and also the x-men and well then, the x-men uh, laura kinney stabs one of them yeah, first so yeah. it's not really their fault right? no it's not yeah but yeah i, I thought this was interesting i kind of liked how they how it kind of divided the x-men yeah. like because like colossus is all well we got to nip this in the bud him and nightcrawler i think we're yeah. both uh like we got to stop th- we We have to stop this this speech from happening because that's what incited the people and caused the problems and everyone else is like well speech is a inherently important part of our gene gray is on the side of like well what are we gonna do they're not doing anything illegal they're just speaking they're like well we gotta stop them so yeah i i I thought that i like that conflict i thought it was cool and i like that apocalypse is at the center of it yeah is apocalypse a bad guy normally yeah i mean his name is apocalypse right i don't know anything about him really yeah that's surprising because usually i'm the one who is clueless about x-men but yeah he's the villain of he's the the x-men x-men universe as seen played by oscar isaac in x-men apocalypse oh which is a shit terrible movie that you should never see oh okay but it came out like a ringing endorsement but it came out like three years ago um I do like how there's these like weird flashbacks. Um, like Laura Kinney X twenty three. That's the reason why she stabs that person. She like, she like flashes back to training with Wolverine and stuff. Yeah, and she's in her yeah, own, that was like, cool. She's in her old school X twenty three outfit, which I thought was kind oh, of neat, kind nice. of a neat kind of a neat touch. Um, that's cool. and then the, some weird flashback with Magneto and uh, Scarlet Witch. She's she's Magneto's yeah. daughter. Yes, that's fucking weird. Yeah. And she's in the Avengers yeah that's super weird and she was in the Avengers pre-acquisition so like that's gotta be there are some they, yeah they that was a thing and actually yeah this is getting a little weedsy but we're gonna go there we, oh, yeah, so, we have to scarlet witch and quicksilver were both in the x-men universe and yeah. them and the mcu like s- both cinematic universes simultaneously. simultaneously oh weird but they made a deal so that the mcu quicksilver had to die in the first movie that he was in he only got one appearance and then he was out but scarlet witch could stay so they kept scarlet witch in the mcu and in the uh x-men universe um they kept quicksilver wow yeah that's fucking weird and, and they of course they never reference in the mcu scarlet Witch's like heritage Lineage or to, whatever yeah to magneto right <laughs> what a fucking but nightmare. now they could if they wanted to yeah what a nightmare yeah. well, do you think they're ever gonna do like a mc like x-men bring x-men into the mcu they have yeah, to right? they have to yeah. they have to that'll be cool yeah I'm that'll excited be like for... that'll be like some the end of infinity war will be like They'll be like, oh, what could we possibly do to fight against this? And you'll hear this. And it'll be like, hey, bub. Hey, bub. <laughs> someone pour me a brewski, bub. And you'll be like, oh, it's Wolverine. Oh, my God. oh, oh man. Yeah, um, I don't envy whoever has to take over that role from Hugh Jackman. Because, oh, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine, man. Yeah, I also really, I, I kind of rolled my eyes at the part with uh, Colossus. Because he's like, he saw Kitty Pride and He's like, I don't know who this woman is, but she's the most beautiful woman i've ever seen in my entire life what is it about her she's driving me insane he's like throwing <laughs> stuff against the wall like all melodramatic yeah. and shit yeah. and i'm just like dude she's, she left your ass at the altar man like this, this, <laughs> get she, wrecked, she ain't she ain't worth it get over it yeah. they get over it gotta move on with your one arm yeah this little weird spin-off thing has actually been uh the most i've enjoyed out of x-men in a while me too it's me fun. too yeah and most of the x-men stuff mainline i i mean i hear that it's mostly not good honestly but also it's very difficult to come into if you don't know a lot about it yeah yeah because the the fucking lore of x-men is insane it's it's like more convoluted than any other superhero the only one that might top it might be spider-man in terms of just like the level of yeah x-men's still crazier though i think I would say because they there's they'd... so many Spider-Men in that right yeah but there's more X-Men than Spider-Man no that's what I'm saying like they're like each X person is a Spider-Man and they yeah. all have Peter Parker level of baggage yeah exactly with it. so it's just like multiplied by like I'm like 20. sitting I'm sitting here I I will say one more piece before I go. Please, Marvel, I'm petitioning you. Please change Jean Grey's outfit to be this one all the time. It's oh, the yeah. fucking greatest. It is super cool. Her hairdo, her outfit is sick. I love all the retro stuff. Yeah, it's like it's got that these it's books. got that retro futuristic vibe that I'm like. Yeah. Could you just do this like all the time yeah. at X Men because that'd yeah. be real cool yeah. with me at least. Uh, yeah, yeah. We do, do we want to rate it? Uh, yeah, we can like we can rate the so rate them together. How about we, or... rate, how about we rate Age of X Men as a whole? currently all right that's i like that because i'm gonna give it like a four yeah right i would now, also give it a four it. i'm yeah. digging him a lot yeah Nido mosquito so that was two books down we're not talking about you oops get out of here get out of here that was age of belit uh age of conan a- <laughs> age of a lot of age of yeah uh that was age of conan belit uh we read it it was okay it was okay. It was pretty generic. I don't yeah. know. It's also a number one. We so. we grabbed it for the monstrous art cover, which was awesome. Which was good, and then the art by Kate Nemchik on the inside, which was also pretty and good. Right, Teeny T- T- Howard was the writer, so I, you know it was good. It was just like a setup, and I I didn't really like. It was how, so rushed. I didn't, I didn't like, like how br- I didn't like how bratty she was. Yeah, you know, and yeah, it was really rushed. Like I didn't like how, you spent, how you like, spent. defenseless she was. Yeah, you spent like five pages with her dad and then kill him. Yeah. Like spend the whole issue with the dad. Make me give a shit about the dad and yeah. then and then We're have the end, <laughs> and then have the ending be her killing him. Because that's yeah. more emotionally impactful in my opinion. Yeah, everything felt super rushed. Yeah, and then that. have issue two be have issue two be about the slaver ship or whatever. We're yeah. talking about age We're of talking about one. it. Uh we don't need to read it. Moving on. Moving on. We have uh the magnificent Miss Marvel number one, a brand new era starts here. This is written by Saladin Ahmed with art by Minkyu Jung uh Juan Velasco on inks Ian Herring on uh colors I said art <laughs> in my notes that's not right art. and then uh VCs Joe Caramania, Caramania. on letters uh, so that takes the Caramagna count up to two ding. Ding. ding this week uh nice job Joe you're doing great you're, you're doing, doing great work doing well. God's work Dan, you want to talk about Miss Marvel number one? I yeah, I like I've talked a lot about X Men. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, um, so go for it. Go for it. I'll do it. <laughs> go for go for your beer, and I will talk about this. Please, I my my mouth is dry. Yeah, face uh, is numb. So yeah, this is my first real introduction to Kamal Khan, and I was excited about it because she is a Bendis creation. Correct? Uh, no, G Willow Wilson. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I think you're thinking Jessica Jones was Bendis. G oh. Willow will Wilson created. Oh, uh, so okay. Also, the, the writer of Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, That's why it was a big deal when she came to Wonder Woman. Gotcha. Yep. Um, but yeah, I did really like this. She's do you a love cool her? character. Do you, do you fucking love Kamal Khan? Yeah, I would say I do. I do. She's, yeah. a, she's the greatest. She's like, a, okay, I've heard her described as like modern day um, Spider-Man. Yeah. Because she's like a teenager trying to deal with teenage shit. Yeah. But it somehow still feels fresh because it's through a lens. You know, one, she's a woman. Two, she's uh, Muslim. Yeah. Uh, and so you're getting all these like cool little cultural insights that I yeah. I, I am completely ignorant to, it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's kind of fun to get like the the dialect, and I'm assuming it's authentic because you've got Saladin Ahmed and G Willow Wilson writing it. Yeah, and they're both Muslim creators, so you, you assume that G Willow Wilson's Muslim. Yep. Oh, cool. Is she uh Arab of Arab descent? I don't know. I don't think so. I think she might be. She might have converted. Is Saladin Ahmed? Is that a dude? Yes. Okay. I think so. Um yeah, I I really liked all this, and it, also she just has cool powers, like fun. Yeah, like it's. I feel like it it would be really fun as an illustrator to draw a lot of this shit because yeah she can just do cool stuff she's, she's got stretchy powers, powers like, growy powers she's shrink-y like powers man. yeah she's yeah she's like plastic yeah. man she seems like a little less like she can't like turn, she can't into, turn into a into car a t- a tractor or yeah. something like he can like yeah. fucking plastic man yeah um but yeah this was this was a nice recap for me because like Good. she meets her friend and her friend's like oh you never told me about how you became miss marvel which is like an obvious like uh you know it, it, it's it's for those of you who haven't seen, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, oh man, it's such clear. This is where the exposition's gonna start, yeah. which it normally irritates me, but uh, it's useful to me here, so I liked it. And uh, it benefits me, so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the all the plebs like me who need. Did an you actual did you catch recap. the bit in the panel? Um, I'm gonna show it to you where she uh, is blonde and is dressed like Miss Marvel, like the Carol Danvers oh. Miss Marvel. So she, I did notice that yeah. looked weird. She idolized Carol Danvers' Miss Marvel and that's why she takes the Miss Marvel name oh. and in in her the her first act as getting a power is to make her look exactly like Miss Marvel, like wearing the the little tiny spandex uh-huh. outfit and being blonde and white. Uh, and then she realizes that she's like, That's not me It's really cool. It's really good. Wow, that's so cool. I've got the first book. Maybe I'll I'll give it to you. Uh, Yeah, that's awesome. It's it's amazing. There's some really nice line in that one about, like, she's like, man, they never tell you how much of the leotard rides up your (laughs) your butt (laughs) kind of thing. It feels so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, That's kind of funny. But yeah, she's super adorable and relatable and Super likable, yeah. uh, They they, they managed to get her being a teenager without her being, like, obnoxiously bratty. Yeah, I I gotta say, I wasn't a big fan of, like, the whole parent- conflict of like oh it's too dangerous being a superhero we're grounding you from being a superhero like if your, your daughter can literally shrink herself down to like the size of a pea uh, yeah. and has been saving the world countless times you really think you're gonna yeah. be able to ground her and yeah. her fr- i mean it doesn't work right right immediately after she's basically just she's like i'm gonna fight a monster and you can't stop me. you can't, you can't me. do shit and uh so is this guy her boyfriend bruno is that bruno's his? her good friend i think they may have had some like romantic yeah they kind of allude to like are we are we going to talk about the thing and she's like not now bruno or something I think they like may that. have smooched yeah there may have been a smooch but uh smooches may have been ahead of danny <sighs> mang everybody that's loves what a, i like to hear everybody loves a smooch oh man who doesn't love a smooch kitty pride apparently kitty pride but oh, yeah uh, she doesn't want to kiss <laughs> she doesn't want to kiss cyclops no eye boy eye boy yeah. oh yeah <laughs> i was thinking um what's his name apocalypse no Colossus. She didn't want oh, to switch yeah. him at the wedding. Yeah. Either. Got him. Got him Fucking roasted. Boom. Get out of here, Colossus. Oh, yeah. um, and then, so yeah, there's a conflict with her parents. She leaves to fight monsters, and the monsters turn into goo, and then her parents turn into goo. So who knows when, what the fuck that? My, that's my means. favorite line was, and that's when everything changed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and oh, also, boy. there's like a weird overarching narrative of aliens describing her as like the chosen one. Yeah, to her, like a little baby. to their children. It's amazing. In the future, it's amazing. <laughs> and I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I was like, what is what, the, what the deal is with this? that? But uh, yeah, it's great. I love it. I love Kamal Khan. She's so good. Yeah, she's good. And the writing's really good in this. Yes. And it shows off her winning personality, I would say. Show does. Look at the cover on the next oh, one. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, her powers are so fun, man. Yep. I mean, you love Plastic Man. I knew you'd love Kamal yeah, Khan. Yeah, you're right. I was, I was right. really pulling for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite to have... Plastic Man? To have Miss Marvel. Oh. Because she she could be like Dalson. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're zoning right. kind of stuff. yeah. And, eh. Well, we all know how that game turned yeah, out. Yeah, maybe if they listened to you. Yeah, maybe if they would have listened to me. Then it wouldn't have been such a dumpster fire. Capcom. Uh, next up, we have Spider-Gwen, Ghost-Spider. I don't. They need to just stick to one, man. Mm-hmm. Is she Spider-Gwen, is she Ghost-Spider, or is she Spider-Woman? Spider Woman. Make up your mind. We love her. Just, just pick a just, one. Just pick a lane. Just pick it and stay with it. Uh, this is written by... I'm going to butcher this name. This is Irish, so I shouldn't be getting this. Is, is she... it's like Sean with an N N. Seanan McGuire Takeshi Miyazawa on art and the art is incredible colors by Ian Herring and Clayton Cobbles on letters I can take this one uh spider gwen this is an alternate universe um spider person who where gwen stacy didn't die yeah instead of getting her neck broken by peter parker she got Baster. bit by the <laughs> got bit by the radioactive spider and became spider gwen and also she has this uh symbiote yeah which we, we're not sure about it makes like cute blouses for her, which yeah. is like the most benign symbiote <laughs> i think i've ever she's like hey can you reproduce this blouse without a hole in it and it's like yep yep but it, but it doesn't. doesn't talk to her it, it doesn't like venom talk, yeah. Um, So this is a really interesting direction for this character. She's trying to make money. She was like, I need a job. So she's posting... Her ser- Everyone knows that Gwen Stacy is Spider yeah. Woman or Spider Gwen or whatever in this universe. And so she's posting her services as, like, a for hire he- yeah. hero? Yeah. Or maybe it's not a hero. If you, like, maybe, like, you just need some, like, lifting done. Yeah, I was kind of unclear on that, too, I guess. Like, I'm like, are you going to start charging people to v- save their lives from being mugged? That's really kind of weird. Well... That's... I don't think that's what it is, though. No, because I think it's more like, do you need a super it's like strong... like private eye kind of stuff yeah. or something. Bodyguard shit. Some alias shit yeah yeah uh but yeah this was cool it it kind of read to me like riverdale or something you know it's okay. like it's very focused on more of the like the teen life Ah, oh, the teen life we just love these teen books i mean they're good man and it's, they i don't know it's just they do a good job you get a certain amount of lightness yeah and also i feel like if you're writing that kind of stuff the whole thing is interpersonal drama so you have to be good at dialogue or else you fail right and yeah, this had really good dialogue. I loved the little the art in this with the cat. The cat was this like hilarious, like cartoony cat that would just like I don't know. It remind it got like it got pretty anime with the with the kitty cat like like that. Oh yeah, jumping totally. around. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, I, don't I, I like it. I like the focus on like her and her band. Yep, her band. The Mary Jane is the singer yeah. in the band, and I think. Think she's got a crush on her or something like that? Wasn't yeah. that? didn't that, that was yeah. that was in the previous. Yeah, yeah. Mary Jane and <laughs> so a crush funny. on her, but oh, it's it's all it's all just good. I just like it. It's Mary Jane just likes spider read. people. It's and it's there's a wolf man who's trying to like kill her or something. Kill her or something. <laughs> something. Who knows why? Doesn't matter. Nope. But yeah, this was this was fun. Yeah, uh, I, and, I like we like these spider Gwen man. Yeah, we do. And they just they they come out once a month and yep, infinitely readable. Yep. Lots of fun. Yep, I good would times give it. had. A four point five. Four point five? I'll get a five. Wow, wow. Uh, maybe it's the fact that I'm running low on this Wow. On the, wow. wow. hey, wow. Wow. Okay, last book. Ooh, this is a doozy. Oh yeah. This is Avengers No Road Home number five. We almost dropped it last week, but I said I literally was standing <laughs> standing at it and I was looking at the cover. I just said to myself, like, oh, fuck Namiku. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting this I'm getting this fucking issue and I'm gonna we're gonna like it. Uh Avengers No Road Home number five, written by Jim Zub, Al Ewing, and Mark Wade. Uh, it's because this is a weekly book, so they need three writers to do it. Uh, one artist, which is crazy. They must alternate artists every week. That um, is crazy. You've got Sean Isaacs, Isaacs, something like that, on art. Um, Marcio Menes and Eric Arseniega on colors, and Corey Pettit on letters. Dan, do you want to talk about Avengers No Road Home? Sure. Since so, you love this series so yeah, much. Yeah, I kind of hate like I kind of hate this shit, but this one was pretty decent actually. Um because they had some cool interactions with uh so let's see Nyx, the supervillainess and her children are uh they've captured ta- the heroes right and and killed olympus and the, yeah they captured the heroes i still don't really understand what they're doing with them but they have these like power crystals that she's trying to use yeah um, she's trying to re she uh, Z- zeus stole all of her power and shattered it into all these fragments so like once she gets all the dragon balls right she yeah. she becomes uh None of that matters, though. The Super only thing villain. that fucking matters is that the Hulk is on a horse with a giant sword, hunting down all of one the of bad her, guys. One of her sons. And it is so good. And the oh son, the son is terrified of him. He's just sprinting away, running away, Hulk. and then it, dies in horror. It's like, mother, where are you? And the Hulk just catches him and just bust his goddamn neck he's just like yeah he's like M- mother i've done it I've- i'm have I the winner and he's like yeah you've had a big day kid and, he and just... he's like mother mother i'm sorry i tried and the hulk just has him in a headlock and he's like yeah you had a big day little man now go to sleep it just breaks his <laughs> fucking neck fucking brutal man. oh my god i love the hulk in this ah oh.
1: So yeah. good. That and is
0: the only thing keeping me going through this fucking. Well, and I, I liked the big reveal at the end. So, um, yeah, Scar- that was that was pretty fun. Scarlet Witch uh, grabs the fragment of night from uh, Nyx or whatever, Nyx, yeah. and gets teleported through a portal. Ends up on the other side. Gets harassed by some like caveman looking yeah. bandit dudes, and. The big reveal at the end, the big page turn is Conan the Barbarian comes to rescue her <laughs> and is just like, I will carry you, woman. <laughs> You're yeah. like, oh my lord. It's like, this is nonsense, but it's pretty... <laughs> it's that, like the best kind of, of fun. Yeah. It's yeah. the best kind the most of most ambitious crossover event in history. Conan the Barbarian, yeah. who would have thought In the of? Avengers universe. That means he's in four different Marvel books right now. Yeah. Wild. And and again, Ellie Wing, he's the guy who does Immortal Hulk, right? Yes, he does So yeah, yeah. Hulk. he. you can tell. He he likes Hulk better than all the rest of these mm-hmm. fucking characters, which is great because I do too. I want to sit Al Ewing down and be like Al, okay, what's your fucking deal with Hawkeye, man? Like, <laughs> like do, do, was there a guy that bullied you in high school that looked like Clint? Like, yeah, even even the parts with like Dude, Hawkeye does kind of suck. the The way that they write Hawkeye in this, he gets beat up by a sleeping Kate Bishop. I'm yeah. like, yeah, Al. He trained her. He's not that bad. Please, what is your issue with Hawkeye? But dude, I mean, Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye for one, and secondly, Kate Bishop is just better. better? Yeah, she's the she's a, she's a better Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, so that makes sense. To did me. you see the kind of reference to her in the new Avengers trailer? Uh, no, I heard there was one. I didn't watch the new Avengers. trailer. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No, I'm I, not going to. You're not going to see the trailer? No, I'm just going to watch the movie. I already know I'm seeing the movie. Well, I don't want to. I don't, the, don't want to see but the any spoilers the hype though no spoilies you can do fucking hype no spoilies I'm already I'm fucking hyped for that movie we are uh, traveling to Texas um, the week before that movie comes out and I am 100% convinced I'm gonna die in a plane crash before I ever see (laughs) Avengers Endgame it's really sad you should like petition make a wish I should I think I'm gonna die I think I'm gonna die so can I please see (laughs) like sir there are this is offensive <laughs> what you're what you're doing is offensive there are children with cancer make a wishes for children first of all you, and also people with debilitating but i am a man child <laughs> it's like but i think i might die yeah in a plane crash in a plane crash that's completely that is, that is completely also voluntary by me i could just not go on the plane but <laughs> but not why would i do that But we got the t- <laughs> yeah, why, why would, would I, I do, do that? that i've got the tickets already yep 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 <laughs> okay I'll, it's just gonna kill me damn dude we fucking plowed through 10 books wow we really did in an hour and 10 minutes nine books even yeah um so we're gonna take a break come back with a new beer introduce that so that's gonna take some time yep uh gotta go through the go through the bargain bins and then talk to you guys about what we're gonna pull next week so stick around we'll be right back we have returned uh feeling well rested uh well adjusted yep and well mannered wow that's a lot of wells i know (laughs) we're doing well (laughs) Great. That's the fourth one. Oh, you want to we got a beer. We got a beer uh we're both kind of um t- tentatively <laughs> excited about this one. Oh yeah. Uh you want to introduce it or do you want me to talk about it? Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll talk know. about okay. it. Okay. Uh this it is, is. A, this is a flavored stout, Dan? Yeah, boy is it. It's highly acclaimed. It is highly acclaimed. Well, it it is a highly acclaimed KBS from Founders, a flavored stout. These things were crazy expensive. Five ninety nine per bottle, right? Five ninety nine per bottle. I mean, it, to be fair, this is beer that's been aged in bourbon barrels for, for a, a year, year. Yeah, which is wild. It is pretty wild. Um, I'm so yeah, I'm excited for this. it. I am less excited for the twelve point two percent alcohol by Don't volume. Don't be a baby. The last one was only four. I know. If you, if you think about it, most of the beers that we drink on this podcast are like six to seven, and we drink two of them. This one was a four, the first one was a four. This one's a twelve.
1: <laughs> so, so if you sum them, it's out. like
0: a, it's like a two two eight percenters or something like that. Yeah, two eight percenters is a lot, but it is especially when you're oh mildly hungover. I'm pouring this black out. as night. It son. is it is pitch black, as it were. Oh my lord! Look the at sm- the beautiful head on that. The boy. smell is just bourbon. Like yeah it's it's good i am very excited i think i've had this before uh from a tap but i'm very excited to try it from a bottle and I w- i'm really i'm really stoked to hear you talk about it yeah i like uh i like founders stouts too like their breakfast stout i've had before and it's really good their um oh man yeah that's some bourbon their beer was oh and chocolate disc there's their beer was what got me into craft beer in college um their rye ipa and holy the, fuck that's thick is it thick? Is oh, it yeah. is it good? Yeah. It's good. It's very good. All right, I'm going to try it. Here we go. It's like I know people say chewy oh, as like it is an adjective but it, this is like literally chewy. <laughs> it is. It's like got spring to it when you Oh, holy shit. Like and just you know, move that around your glass. It's it's just like viscous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. For being 12%. Yeah. You know, I didn't the bourbon isn't no, it's not. It's not. It doesn't bite. No, it, it's there, and it's le- it's lending flavor to it. Yeah. But man, for being twelve percent, it is a smooth drinking stout. This yeah. is a dangerous beer. Yeah, it, it's not very alcoholic tasting either. <laughs> we saw a twenty four pack of this, right? Jesus Christ! A twenty four yeah. pack of this was like a hundred and thirty dollars. Oh, it's wild, man! This is fucking delicious, man. Though. That is really good. Oh my god. Definitely worth the price of admission. Uh I think this is a good time to read the um Oh yeah, for <laughs> the, sure. The, the the description of this. It says uh what we've got here is an Imperial stout brewed with a massive amount of coffee and chocolates. Then caged a in oak cage cave aged. <laughs> cave aged <laughs> in oak bourbon barrels for an entire year to make sure wonderful bourbon undertones come through in the finish. Make your taste buds squeal with delight. Bottled on the 5th of february 2019 are your taste buds squealing jerry there's salt yes yeah in fact yes they are um i'm very excited uh to drink some more of this and then to talk about these bargain bins do we want to there's one spicy one i want to get the worst one out of the way first yeah i agree okay uh bargain this is the bargain bin segment um every week uh on wednesday our local comic book shop graham crackers comics on east washington avenue Madison, Wisconsin. (laughs) Uh, 53703. 53703. We'll let you take three of their 50-cent comic books uh, home for free. And so we've been doing that. Uh, They're very bad, usually. Usually. Uh, But every now and then we find some gems, and so we talk about them. It's a little bit of bonus thing that we do and try to uh, spread the love for some some comics that maybe we Boy, did we find a gem this week. Let's not get into it just yet, Dan. And and just to recap we've had some really good ones in the pet we found a donald trump origin story Mm -hmm. which is a real thing it was like a weird in the 80s it was a weird acid trip maybe 90s where he had like a cat spirit thing that was guiding him and basically told him that he needed to be a man and grab life by the balls yeah it was wild wild boy did the last panel it's like revealed that it's donald trump fucking wild my god and it was like in the 80s right yeah it wasn't even something that was written recently and then we we read another one recently about a woman with time travel power yeah time travel time travel orgy powers Uh, yeah if her orgasms power a time-traveling spaceship and basically that's uh, i think uh, we're probably paring it down a little bit no so she has a necklace (laughs) we're gonna talk about this again <laughs> she has a necklace that makes everyone around her horny yes and their orgasmic yes. energy is used to power something cracked the crystal that was going to teleport oh, the yeah. earth through time yeah yeah man that shit was wild and now we've got another one to add another good We should like keep oh i've been keeping the classics. okay good i've been keeping the classics good. don't you don't you worry I throw... we should have because like we should revisit these in like a year i threw away lfg but i did not throw away time travel eye which one's LFG? That yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Remember that atrocious one that looked like it was a control out delete webcomic? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's the yeah one. that one was trash. Uh first up we have Samurai number no. one. This was a very interesting I picked this one up because it was a very old book. Uh, published January first, nineteen eighty six, and it is out of the it's a it's a it's a very first um, issue of Samurai. They couldn't wait to get this out. Yeah, January and then, 1st, they're like, let's and then, go. Well, and then also, the very first issue for um, this strange publishing company called Nightwind Productions. So this is a brother... I'm assuming it's a brother duo of writer and artist, Bruce Blair and Barry Blair. And this is their very like introduction to Bruce, Bruce and, Bruce and Barry. Barry. Are you fucking kidding oh. me? Uh, the first introduction to comic books... Um, In their own private company. Uh, This was very nondescript whatever. It it has, like, a a Bruce Lee surrogate. Yeah. Like, fighting people. Chopping um, people in the neck. And... He's got a katana. Like, literally, like, nothing happens except there's... It hits you right out of the gate with the fact that he's, like, a clone of some, like... Or there's a clone of him in space? Man, I... uh, There... Oh, that's a clone of him. Yeah, okay. that's what they were talking about. It's okay. this is it's really weird. Man, I'm shocked that you retained all that. Yeah, my favorite part was um, there, there's a panel in this where the 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 clone is piloting a mech suit of armor, mm-hmm. and uh, it shows him turning his head, and they wrote Hotachi rotated his head. <laughs> <laughs> why the fuck did you write that you showed me that in the picture i didn't need you didn't uh. man that's why every like old comic we read like this that's how it's written yeah and there are so many words like it's the most wordy books do you notice that uh there are no thought bubbles in modern day comics but like the old yeah. comics that we read have a shit ton of thought bubbles yeah that's true it's wild They've got, they got away from it and i they still like basically do I mean, yeah. Modern comics do a lot of like introspective. They do introspective, but... but the old comics did that yeah. too. Where the where the but character literal thought bubbles, yeah, thought well, bubbles just look bad, man. In the, on the old in the old comics, they would have the characters narrating, yeah, right. But yeah. then they would also have them have thought bubbles on yeah, top of that. that. Is really right. weird. That is bizarre. Super weird. Uh, I mean, nondescript. Nothing to really write home about. It's um, generic samurai yeah i pulled it i pulled it because it was 1986 uh and god i have a soft spot for some like really bad 80s yeah 80s comics sometimes they're very good this one was just eh, it's yeah it's kind of bland yeah. um next up we have flavor number four and i got this one because this is a new book so flavor was coming out in 2018 it is a must not have done well yeah, or maybe you know he just had one copy left, and he's like, nobody's buying this, so yeah. he just shoved it in the 50-cent bin, and since it's so recent. I think pe- this is pretty well-received. Really? People liked it, yes, cool. critically. The, like. I like the idea a lot. Yeah. So the general idea is that in this in this world, um, cooks are revered as like high-level chefs, and but the only way that you can become one of those is if you're very wealthy and privileged. And so yeah. you're, you follow these two characters, one of which is a, a boy who is very wealthy and very privileged. Uh, and he's in the school, just pretty much guaranteed. Doing his but thing, but he's still struggling. It's a life and death thing. I think that if you fuck up, you get killed uh yeah i'm not sure if you get killed or like or if being kicked out is like a death stigma sentence, like basically by yeah. stigma like i'm pretty as bad as death. if i remember the people talking about it like if you fail out of the academy you're like executed or something wild like oh, okay that. It, uh and so but yeah they value cooking and food above everything. everything and this is the only comic book to have a food consultant that i've ever seen in the credits so that's kind of fun yeah that's pretty cool uh and at the end they have a recipe for crepes you have to be a monster to not enjoy this book, I think. Yeah, it was good. It was a little uh, too dark, I thought. Like, it sounds like a really fun, whimsical universe. And then they just get, like, bogged down in, like, politics. And, like, these people are being fucking slaves and th- and stealing money from each other. And No, he didn't steal money from her. Yeah, he did. He still he-, he took her money to enroll her in the school. i thought it was to enroll himself in the school no i think he's enrolling his daughter that's his daughter right i'm not sure yes it's his daughter i'm pretty sure he took her money to enroll her um her her name is zulim oh lim zulim specialty crepes okay right so he he took her money and she's devastated but he she doesn't realize that he did it to enroll her in that that's good i guess yeah it's, it was yeah, nice it's still i don't know it's still a little dark for me no it's like... dark And it was what's what was weird was that like the kids it, it, i i actually appreciated this because like not having read the first three issues of this mm-hmm. i was like kind of we're, you're dropped into this a bit but you pick it up quick and uh the guard who interrogates her there's something dark going on. There. Yeah, because like, she gets hauled into this room. Yeah, and they are basically saying um, she'll do. She's about the right age. Just pick her, and then yeah, and then one of the one of the guards says, "Not her." Yeah, for some reason, not her. Don't pick her. I'm assuming something really bad would have happened to her if, um... or or like maybe he knows something about her where no, it's so a she. The, oh, the, the guard, guard is a she? The guard was a she. That's oh, the big okay. page reveal at the end. Um, is that it was it was the other kid's mom. Oh, that's right, that's yeah. right. So she it says not her for some reason. I, I yeah. think it must be some kind of maternal thing. I don't know. I don't know. But also like she would still be sending any kid to their death, right. so what makes this one special. Right. It's interesting. Um I don't know. I I would actually have kept reading this if like if I yeah, I'd, I'd read interested. issue five. I'd I'm be curious. interested reading like uh yeah i don't know what do you call them like trade paper paperbacks yeah 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 um yeah just, it's a cool like i loved the little the little back matter with the crepe recipe yeah it's harder I... not to make crepes than it is to make them yeah it's harder to not make crepes than it is to make them. it's <laughs> kind of funny cute. yeah tamra bond villain oh yeah. yeah so you recognize some of these names yeah for sure yeah okay all right, that was not it. Was not bad, not bad. But the piece de, de res- resistance. Yes, uh, Dan, I'm going to go into a monologue here. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes uh, when we read these bargain bins, you know, we grab three of these books. We do this every single week, and we slog through just awful, awful, yeah. awful, awful comics. And yeah. I say to myself, why do I do this? Why do I subject myself to this every single week? Uh, Leather and lace, 1990. You've been published by Air Answer, Cell sir. Comic is the answer to that question this yes. is why we do this yes this is why we're here this is why we fight this is why this podcast exists yes leather and lace leather trademark and lace number eight by air cell comics when was this one made do you know 1990 1990 and hey fun fact because you know hey you, you thought that we didn't have any ultraverse <laughs> you thought did you think that because we didn't have any ultraverse I, d- I did this is a malibu comic this is a precursor this is a precursor (laughs) malibu comic that makes so much sense because malibu it's ultraverse is already catering like as hard as possible to like every male fantasy possible without being porn this is just porn this is just porn you know what's wild the back the back page of this has a lady uh in an outfit that you would see girls today wearing (laughs) you know what i'm saying like that's true the leggings the 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 high-waisted leggings the crop top yeah you're right fucking fashion goes full circle man yep yep um this is fucking insane this is insane okay (laughs) leather and lace let me let me let me read to you let me read to you the um the kind of the the backsplash uh which it does not come across at all in this comic by the way (laughs) uh pamela wild and christine Nguyen um circle the globe in search of a young what was it Nguyen, I think Nguyen? that's, that's yeah, pronounced. That's, it's like it's Vietnamese, yeah. Vietnamese, yeah. Nguyen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. of the globe in search of a young and innocent Cindy Wilde. So that's Pam, that's Aunt Pam, who we're gonna get a lot of Aunt Pam later. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cindy, uh, Pam's sister, Cindy. Whose aunt is she? I don't know. Okay, cause I, don't I know. hope it's not the guy. I hope who it's not. Her. No, no, that, uh, that's um, Christine Nguyen. Am I saying that right? Nguyen. No, that's not Christine Nguyen. No, Christine Nguyen's uh, brother. Oh, fucks her. I'm pretty sure. Mm, no, I don't think I so. I think Pam, I think that might be this kid has sex with Aunt Pam, and I think that might she might be his aunt. I think she might be his aunt. She might. They're his, both blonde. She might be his aunt. That's pretty fucked up. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, let's read let's an go. incest here, book. Here we go. So okay, Cindy so- Wild, who may have been sold into white white slavery, slavery by the nefarious von stratton uh sexual situations and nudity <laughs> i love that qualifier white slavery white like, slavery like oh it's slavery but only whites like they will kick you out yeah whites only <laughs> if you are not white this is slavery but only for white you know like uh <laughs> that that if... is still shocking to me like how the fuck white slavery so okay Ugh. so i think this is aunt pam and i think this is her uh nephew. nephew and then these are brother and sister okay and they all opened a uh fuck what aerobics exercise aerobics exercise gym together after leaving new york where they were superheroes I, of sorts i don't i don't know i'm pretty sure that we correct. could have a thumbnail if we could have a thumbnail it would be oh this little God, kid's so tiny weird. bulge <laughs> His bulge, his like upward facing cock. You, Uh, this guy took the time to draw the bulge of a ball sack, Yeah. and then on the cover. Oh my god! This is a degenerate book. It's really, really, really bad. Saucy, and Uh, it's. uh, I don't. I don't understand who it's for because, like, so the first like three quarters of the book are about the interpersonal turmoil of one of of the young man, Billy who's 18 and like it's it's expressly stated that like all of these people are 18 even though yeah they they, it's a bit borderline it's like (laughs) that kid's pretty young i want to talk about us pretty weird i want to talk about us you and me and can you get a real man instead of a skinny eighteen-year-old? Is that it? And then that fucking dude who shows and up. And that guy, oh you said God. it, kid. yeah. And and he and then like he says like a bunch of like asshole remarks, and the woman's of course is like, super, I'm in love, super into it. It's like, oh my, wow, God. he doesn't value me. Yeah, fucking uh, Str- clearly written by a man, strong, Richard Strong, but you may call me Dick, big Dick. <laughs> the fucking actual line in this oh uh, my god and so billy storms off uh billy is clearly in love with uh what's her name yeah christine chris N- or one christine or the, or the nguyen other one. yeah chris uh billy loves chris christine because there's two sisters and one yeah no that's not a that's, that's, that's they're a, not sisters that's a boy that's him. Oh, you're right. You're right. Of course, I'm right. So yeah, you two men's that are both very effeminate, skinny men. Yeah, that was kind of. Odd. So something's yeah, something's going on here, dude. I, I think, just gotta say that somebody's working through some sexual shit. Yeah, in this I comic. was trying to figure out like where the author was coming from in this, he, and I, I think that they are the author is a skinny nerd who feels like skinny nerds can't have sex with enough women, so he kind of uses this as his outlet. Yeah. Yeah, even but okay, so it's really weird because every s- sexual interaction in this is between a man and a woman, but like yeah. the men are very uh, effeminate, yes, and they have their like you know, boners tucked up, and they're and, and they like, have super like tight fitting like, hearts and spandex yeah. and stuff, and like and that was very focused on in that book is like they talk about him wearing the leotard, and it's like, I didn't even want to wear it. It was, it was the it was Chris's idea or something like just that. Just check out the, the nipple mesh that this kid has. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's some, like, BDSM stuff going here. Yeah. It's called Leather and Lace. I'm just saying. You're this right. This is like a pansexual frenzy. This book is, like... But also, there wasn't that weird. much leather and lace in this. It was more leotards and uh it's like taibo I mean, or whatever m- the nipple mesh is on the cover dude yeah but it's not in the book you're right you're right it's Pam. this is like with them trying to turn over a new leaf and leave that stuff behind them i don't they think they can't so. escape the nipple mesh and i don't think that they can escape what this book is there, there is graphic sex in yeah. this book Amp- yeah. Pam sucks her nephew's dick yeah very graphically <laughs> and then assumes <laughs> the Jesus doggy Christ. style position and lets him fuck her. How do you find these, man? I don't know. They come to me. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. I did one flip. I did the... So it's they're in these long boxes that are underneath the table. So I got to get down on my knees... <laughs> As you would, right? To find a book like this. Yep. You gotta be down and dirty and Yeah, shit. you gotta in it. And It's just a... It's just a... Row. It's just an endless row of books. And I swear to God, like, the fucking page master. I just thumb my way through <laughs> and I pull one forward. And the first thing I see... I'm not kidding you. is was leather and lace. And I was like, well, Our fuck Aunt me. And Pam's breasts. I didn't even open it. I didn't need to. Because it says adults only on it. And there's a cock on the cover. So yeah. I knew... I knew what this thing, huh, but I couldn't have been prepared. No, I wasn't prepared. I, like I saw the cover, and I was like, "Does that kid have a boner, and why?" And yep. then, and now I understand it's because it's pornography. It's legit porn, <laughs> but, but it, it also doesn't get to it until like three quarters of the way through, right? Yeah. Also, do you want to flip... You should flip to your favorite panel, because I love it. Is it this one? It's... it's. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, the that's the one. warm so, <laughs> so, this old man named Homer who runs a bar that Aunt Pam is fucking her nephew in, yeah. and I, we, I need... We need to do some digging, because we yeah. need to know if this is actually her nephew or not. Um, he <laughs> walks into them having sex, and then has this very awkward, like... Like almost like, like a spo- zombified like a Spongebob cutaway yeah. horror thing. Yeah. But then he turns around and he has the warmest face. <laughs> he has the warmest face and, and yeah, he just says, it. I got a feeling that this old bar's gonna <laughs> see some wild times. He's just like he's, he's like so, smiling, like, half nostalgic smiling. about it. He's like, Oh fuck. man, I remember when I was Maybe not this but an eighteen year old young buck fucking Fucking my, my aunt. own aunt. <laughs> this is a wild fucking thing, man. Wow. She's sucking his dick and says, I just wanted to get your attention. And he says, I am at attention. And his, yeah. his, this is a penis. Yeah. This is a penis. This yeah. is a vagina. You yeah. know, and they didn't shy away from pubic nope. hair? Nope. Not a bit. Not a bit. I, am... I, I don't know. I guess I, is maybe this a progressive they... comic, Dan? Everyone is, there's, there's, there is cunnilingus in this 1990s comic. This lady is getting her, I, I think is this that... Progressive oh man i don't know is about porn me. progressive someone help me i am someone confused. Help. someone help i'm very confused. i will say i will say that it is not progressive okay that's a, because I, because that's the, a wow how could you say something so brave so <laughs> controversial yet so brave because of the clearly sexist part of and also the, the woman like trying to being in love with the like the asshole jock stereotype, you know that's also a probably pretty good indicator. <laughs> yeah, that this is not but... Well, but also that it was maybe that was I don't know. Maybe that was a language. That I have no idea at this point. Man, this this book came this out thirty years ago. Yeah, that's right. That's literally it's... as old as both of us. Nineteen ninety was six hundred years ago. Yep. Let that percolate in the old sphincter yep. for a bit there, Dan. <sighs> in the Danny old man. <laughs> old man. the old the old brain sphincter. <laughs> Man, that was pretty wild. Yep, what a ride. What a bargain bin. This that, is yeah. That this was, is going to get bagged one. and boarded. It's got a. It's you know, one every for the time record. I feel like we have topped ourselves on bargain bins, there are always some good ones after it. It's yeah, Like yeah, you think that you so, first. I thought Donald Trump yep. origin, origin story, story was you can never us. get better, yeah. and that might be true. You might not be able to get better, but you can get weirder. And time traveler I was definitely weirder. That was and a step in also, the weird direction. Also, like I, I didn't think that Graham Cracker Comics would like just sell you know borderline or not even uh, borderline the, pornography this is porn yeah here's the thing i think that sometimes people come to sean with a like uh you know how i've got piles. Quest. Of, no i've got piles of my mom's books right yeah like right over there like yeah her old comic books i think that they just come to him with oh and like resell a them? pile of them and like hey how much did you give me for all these books and he'd be like i don't know i'll, I'll give you 20 for the whole box yeah I'm mean, like, okay, fine, take them off my hand, right? Yeah. And he makes a killing off that. Because every now and then, even if you find five books that are worth $3 a lot, yeah. you're, you're, you've made it back, right? Um, how many people, I, I mean, I there's got to be a scene for it, but like, how many people can like... I want to know who bought this. Yeah. And in the 90s, you couldn't even order that shit on the internet. You had to go to some yeah. sweaty dude's basement. Here's the, right? here's the other thing I wanted to say. That book would never exist now because of the internet and yeah, hentai you, yeah you can just <laughs> why would you why would you buy porn when you can get it for free and why you know? would you buy porn that's drawn so poorly when like you have like rem the rembrandt of pornography is existing probably i'm <laughs> yeah. sure like there are people that can draw just dicks just the most just like the most detailed you know, like, cocks that you can imagine like wow Wow, that's an incredible penis. <laughs> it's uncanny. It's like I'm looking in a mirror, and not this one where it looks like the characters of Robotech were like slammed. His into dick a porno. is pointing straight up. I don't know oh what the I don't know what this comics obsession is with like upward facing dicks, but like even during like the fellatio scene, yeah, he's like I'm standing at attention. That thing is at like a. Like a it's like, like a fucking tucked into the waistband. It's like a forty-five vertical. degree angle. So it's like not even like it's not even perpendicular to yeah. his body. Like straight no, it's out. Straight it's like up. it's like lifting even further. It's like yeah. it's like I'm extra. <sighs> yeah, it's committing. Yeah, wow, Dan, we did it, man. We we sure did. We've been crushing these podcasts and crushing these beers. How how are you feeling about KBS? Oh man, it is very good. The more I drink I this am... thing the more i love it. i'm concerned that i might not be able to finish it because it's so boozy, but it's well, so good. If you need to pour it into my glass? Yeah. That option exists for me. Yeah, but you can also stay here as long as you want, big boy. That's all, thanks, man. As long it as It is you only are... like 3:30. Yeah, we're at, we're early. We're chugging through this podcast. Yep. We're doing really well. The other thing okay. that i wanted to mention. Yes. At the beginning of the podcast, which <laughs> i should have <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> hours ago. Um the thing that's gonna make next Thursday night real special. Oh yeah, is that we'll be together at night. At night, it's gonna be a, a yeah. So the whole thing about our um, coming up upcoming special, special. is that it's gonna be like a late night saucy edition. It's gonna be like the uh, we're the gonna like be real leather and, and lace. Uh, le- the leather and lace edition. Of god, Craft we Comics we or... both have to find we we have to cosplay as the dudes in that. Oh my god. I gotta be the V guy, because I'm a more fair-skinned boy, and you're gonna be the, um, yeah. I'll be the Asian one? That yeah. doesn't sound offensive at all. It's fine. I mean, there's a lot more offensive I'll stuff be, Of course, he gave me the one with the fucking mesh nipples. Yeah, you gotta have the mesh nips, baby. Yeah. And I've got the weird, I got the weird ball gag for my head, You have though. the, basically, it's a Wonder Twins outfit. I I'm mean, into like, it. like, plus the helmet i guess Look how shapely all of their legs are like they even draw them with like narrow waists and stuff i'm just yeah, saying it's, it's there's just... some there's some shit yeah, that this person's no, working you're totally sexually, right, man. Like... It's, yeah I, I think i'm right about this person looks like that but also it could be this person is fat and just like you said is attracted to young men young slimmer men yeah i don't know it could be either way i'd give it a 50 50 why even have women in this uh because i mean he wouldn't there... be able to publish it if yeah, it was gay and it's like yeah. in the 90s do you think he was bisexual or do you think he was mm. and he's got a pretty yeah i think he was definitely bisexual there's something going on or white or just gay white slavery White slavery. White slavery. Unbelievable. I think, God damn. That is that, not a term. Is that the title it's for never this? Never been a term. Is that the title for this episode? White, White. slavery. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That'll will get us some like weird <laughs> listeners. Get, get some strange some hits. comments. Oh no. On Maybe the let's avoid. Let's avoid. Let's avoid. Avoid um (laughs) no i think that's a good idea i don't don't know if that's a good (laughs) idea dan i don't know a good idea maybe not but i think it's but it's an idea it's an idea and you sure did have it yeah there you go thank you Uh, More than you have jared well so that was the bargain bins god damn what a journey that was um fantastic uh we're gonna uh talk about (laughs) okay hold on we're going to talk about next week's pull list. What uh, are we excited for, Jarrett? Yeah, so this is kind of a, what we're excited for. Um, and if you guys want to read these books along with us, uh, we're going to we're gonna basically list off every book that we're going to read. And then Dan and I are going to talk about ones, ones we're the most excited about. It's like a sing-along, except it's a read-along. Sing-along, then you brought the read-along. and then if Unless you'd... you bought the weed-along. Yes. Then it's the then smoke-along. Just drop down and get your eagle on. Ooh. Right? Yeah yeah That's i think correct. it was something like that yeah drake uh please if you're listening send me corrections <laughs> uh my email is jarrettmore at gmail.com this is drake only drake only yeah no. email me at Jarrett j-e-r-o-t-t period more at gmail.com you gotta uh, be correct nice for what for corrections for corrections for corrections for corrections next week police Pol- policed fuck me okay marvel what's the pulliest comic we're gonna pull jerry this is a very marvel heavy week we have age of x-men next gen number two we have avengers no road home number six we have friendly neighborhood spooderman number four yeah i know see that's why you can tell that dan's excited because he doesn't know these yet we have Jardians of the galaxy number three spider-man the life story number one the greg smallwood cover if i can get it lol that was a note for me but i read it out loud whoops thor number 11 venom number 12 West Coast of Angos, number nine. That's West Coast Avengers, number nine. Uh, That's Marvel. Let's talk about... uh... Wait, wait, wait. DC, we have Aquaman, number 46. We have Batman, number 67. That's it for DC, so not a lot. And then other, we have Archie, number 703. Dan, what do you want? Let's talk about Spider-Man Life Story. Because you were initially very against pulling this. I was? And I thought it looked pretty cool. When? Last week. Was it really? Yeah, because we we looked at the ad for it. And this is kind of a cool thing, which you may have forgotten about. I do. Um, But this Spider-Man life story, it basically goes through the decades. I think each issue is a different decade. And it ages Peter Parker with every issue. So the first issue is Spider-Man in the 60s. The second issue with Spider-Man in the seventies, eighties, and so. Oh, on. so he's gonna be an old man. So he's gonna thousands. be an old man, and Jerry's old gonna. Man Jerry's, gonna, Jerry's, gonna <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's gonna fucking hate it. I gotta. I got my fucking prostate it's gigantic. I, I gotta, can't take a piss. I yeah. fart every time I pee in exactly. the urinal. Do you gotta do you hate that fucking divorce old, when you're when you're fucking peeing and this old man and he he just sidles up to you in the urinal and he just starts going. Ugh. <sighs> and you're like, yeah. oh god, this guy's gonna rip ass the second he starts peeing. He starts peeing and it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> he just and you're like, oh god, get your prostate under control, my dude. I don't know what you need to you need to put some tea tree oil on that. Like just like is that it, a prostate issue? I think so. Yeah, I think that's just like they have bladder to control. They have issue. to squeeze. They have to squeeze so hard. I think the <laughs> prostate. I don't know. You want to know what it is, Dan? What is it? It's that. It's that Gwen Stacy. Yeah, that's that's why he's getting it. There's a fucking incredible Greg Smallwood cover uh greg smallwood is one of my favorite artists he drew vampironica uh and he does and a cover. you can tell because yes. like archie is on this archie's on it and but like even the style he's got these very heavy charcoal lines you can tell that he is not um doing this digitally right he's doing all of yeah. this with uh yeah. with the old school yeah. charcoal a pencil it's just it's it, it looks fucking, so good it's incredible it, it is so good it's <laughs> so good i don't know Gwen Stacy got done so dirty. And, you know, Marvel is fucking just. Look at this. They're just being fucking teases with this. Yeah. You know. You know she's going to die. No, but I feel like they're like. They got to bring her back. Well, not in this, they're fucking not. Not and in this, no. Clearly, this is the one. Like, I don't this think is this was... the issue where you bring back Gwen Stacy to explore how fucked up Peter Parker feels after she dies. That's what this uh, yeah, this is sure. about. Did you know? Um, did you see the Spider Man blue? That I'm having us pull for one of our. Oh, I did, but I don't remember anything it's, about it. Uh, Tim Sale and Jeff Loeb. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and it's a it's a it's a what it is is it's not a Gwen Stacy Peter Parker death. It's a romance book, and of that's the two an of them. Old one from the from 2005, I think. 2004, 2005. Are they both retired? I think so. They don't do it anymore. I wonder, man. I just want to learn more about their fucking friendship or something. I just they had so many iconic. Yeah. I'm so excited for that because it's not a it's not a hey fuck you here's the gut punch she dies at the end kind of thing yeah. apparently it's like a story about how they almost didn't fall in love mm-hmm. but then they do at the end of it I'm like god that's gonna be so that sounds really sad it's gonna be really sad we're gonna be I'm gonna fi- cry we're gonna be fine though She's we're gonna cry she's gonna make it man I swear what do you mean she's gonna make Marvel's it Marvel's gonna bring her back I swear they, they keep yeah, on they have to they, eventually. they keep on hitting the shit it's one of like the greatest injustices in comic book history yeah. and it was done for like yeah. the shittiest re- the shittiest reason ever not even political the guy was just like well i mean peter parker can't be dating a blonde because i don't like blondes that's it that's why he killed yeah. he killed gwen stacy because it's still like kind of i don't know it's like basic misogyny of yeah sorts it's what killed, misogyny Is what it, killed gwen Stacy. if i could i would literally pay like a hundred dollars for this for this virgin cover and i would just or what they call it a virgin cover when they don't have any of the labels on it. And I would just slap that shit in a oh, bag of board. And yeah. I would, I would hunt Greg Smallwood down to the end yeah. of the world. And I would just make him sign it. And I would, who who played Gwen Stacy in the, in the weird Peter Ramey. Is that Emma small, Emma Swa- Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi. Yeah. Uh, Is that um, Emma Stone? No, wait, Sam Raimi did the. Spoon, the, 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 super old the toby mcguire ones yeah there was like one stacy in the third one wasn't there and wasn't it um wasn't it emma stone no am i way wrong you are way wrong man emma stone was like six when that movie came out no emma stone really, is our like, age she was like 13 or whatever no, i she's... was 13 or something when like spider-man when 3 16. came out yeah no. there's no way she was in that i don't fucking know Anyway, we're <laughs> we're wildly off track. She might have been in was she in the Andrew Garfield ones? Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. She I know she there there was somebody who played Gwen Stacy yeah. in a Spider Man movie yeah. semi recently. Yeah. Is Andrew Garfield the one between Toby Maguire and the new guy? Yeah. I think that's what it was. And her dad was and what was uh, his name? What'd you say? Andrew Keen? Huh? Tom Keaton? What? What's the guy's name who played Spider Man in the movie? Toby middle? Maguire. No, after him. Andrew oh, Garfield. Oh, Andrew Garfield, yeah. Did people hate him? yeah oh i mean bad. i don't think they hated him as much as much as like the movies yeah. were complete trash Dan, they were so bad let's talk about very quickly before this derails anymore let's talk about what we're excited for okay um, we're excited for x-men next gen number two right? yeah next gen number one was so good yeah. i gave it a five out of five yeah and we're excited to see i think he's i hope he doesn't pop that poor girl's head we, we it's been yeah. that long who knows it's been that long six episodes i'm pretty sure uh we reviewed that in our very first e- episode Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Um, we're excited for Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number four, right? Yep, those are always great. Uh, you're probably excited for something else, right? You yeah, can... let me see. I'm I'm kind of excited, excited for Spider-Man Life Story. Okay. Are you going to pull that no matter which cover you get? No, just, only just, if just I get the Greg okay. Smallwood, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I could see that going either way. Yeah. Um, Thor was phenomenal last week. Yeah, um, that was the Odin one, right? Last yeah. week. It's or... been a month. <laughs> really yeah thor's a monthly comic right no it may may have been three it it, It might have been like three weeks yeah it was like three weeks max but like yeah the one with him and odin that was really good uh venom is always good recently and it's always good recently (laughs) yeah wonderful i guess it's always good this like this series at least so yeah i'm excited for those oh aquaman also, yep. So for me, if you're asking me, Jerry, Jerry Moore, Jerry Moore, what's your your favorite comics at Jer- week Jerry, next week? Jerry huh? Moore is very excited for X Men Next Gen number two, Avengers No Road Home number six, Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man number four, um Aquaman forty six, and Archie seven hundred three. You knew I. Had to, oh yeah, you know I had to do it to him. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew. You did. I love that Sabrina Spellman drama. Yeah, who's Archie dating? <laughs> it's Sabrina. What did they say in the last issue? We have to do it. Like they're they're like they're like private eyeing around. Her. Yeah, and then and they think like, it's like Midge. We have to do it to like help him or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's so good. I fucking love it. Yeah, those are those are good. Yep. All right. Well, it's been real. Thank uh, you for uh, yeah. tuning in to another episode of Craft Comics. Uh it's been fun. I've been Jarrett Moore. I'm still Daniel McHugh. For now. For now. Until we'll you see. finish we'll that, <laughs> Until y'all. you finish that beer yeah. and then you'll be someone Then it'll we'll be Din McHugh. Mercer Uh thanks again. Uh we'll see you next week. Have a great day. <laughs> Have a great Have a day. great fucking day. <laughs>